everybody it's your boy mg back with another ambitions of greatness podcast as you guys can hear we got a brand new intro theme thanks to my man makai beats you know what i'm gonna let this shit ride for a little bit longer because i fucking love this shit uh give me a second here guys I'm done with that. Um, welcome in to the Ambitions of Greatness podcast, everybody. I am your host, Matt Genius, hailing from the Motor City, Detroit, Michigan. Glad to be back here with a new podcast. It's been a while. Um, I'll explain to you guys why and, and kind of what's been going on. But first and foremost, man, got to give a shout out to my man, Makai Beats. Um, he sent me over a brand new intro theme a few weeks ago, and as you can see, I haven't done an episode, so I haven't got a chance to really use it, and I wanted to kind of surprise you guys, and when he sent it over to me, man, I was fucking loving it. I love the new intro theme. It's a lot more up my alley, personally, kind of a lot more chill, laid back. You hear the violin in there, little instruments. I fucking love that shit. Um... So big shout out to him, man. He has showed me a lot of love from the inception of this podcast. And obviously the name of the new intro theme is called Inception, um, which you also can listen to on his SoundCloud page, Hip Hop Beats Online. Um, so definitely, guys, give Makai Beats a check. Uh, check him out. He's got a website, MakaiBeats.net, M-A-K-A-I-H Beats.net. Um, and he's also on SoundCloud, like I just mentioned, at uh, Hip Hop Beats Online. That dude is an amazing producer. Um, and as you can see, he has the versatility um, that you would look for out of a producer. With the the first instrumental was just really hard and just thumped and had the bass in it. A little bit more of a, a hardcore or trap uh, rap beat. And this one is a little bit more, you know, laid back. Got a real nice groove and flow to it. So he's a very versatile producer, guys. If you're an aspiring artist, a current artist of whatever genre, definitely check out his work. This man gets it in in the fucking studio on the boards. Please give him a look. Um, also, you can find me on Twitter at AmbitionsOG. Like I told you guys, eventually I will be switching from the Virtuoso Sports Twitter page to the AmbitionsOG Twitter page permanently here pretty soon. So go over and follow that Twitter page if you want to keep up with me or whatever I'm doing with the world of sports or this podcast. Um, 
Also, um, don't forget, guys, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Sports. Head over there and pick up a t-shirt. Proceeds from this month's shirt sales will be donated to the ShoesThatFit.org charity. Uh, you can check out their website at ShoesThatFit.org. But they are a charity that basically donates shoes to... Um, to the less privileged, especially um, to less privileged kids. So, especially this time of the year when it's getting cold outside, and you got a lot of kids out there who are just less fortunate, and, uh, and their families, or you know, the people who look after them, don't necessarily have the means to get them new shoes during this season, um, or even throughout the rest of the year. Um, this charity is dedicated to providing those shoes for these less fortunate kids. So, um, <coughs> excuse me. So with the t-shirt sales, basically what happens is every t-shirt sale, I split the profits 50-50 with the designer of the t-shirt. Because I want to make sure these guys are consistently getting a cut. I didn't want to just say, hey, here's a, you know, here's an amount now and then I don't ever have to pay you again. I make sure that every t-shirt sale, um, I split the profits with the t-shirt sales with these guys 50-50. So my half of the profits will be donated to the charity if they want to donate their half that's up to them but my half for sure will be donated to charity and then at the end of the month the total amount of profits altogether that i'm donating to charity i will match it out of my own pockets basically doubling the amount last year um I, we were we ended up raising a hundred bucks just off the t-shirt sales and then i doubled that to make it you know 200 bucks and uh, excuse me um what i ended up doing was nordstrom they have a pretty cool thing going on. They have a pretty cool thing going on in the wintertime where they do these shoes that fit um, cards or whatever. And you can go in and you can buy one of these cards for five bucks. And every card that you buy um, ends up every five dollar card that you buy it, it guarantees a kid a pair of shoes. So just think about <clears throat> how many kids we were able to get shoes for last year um, <clears throat> when you do the math. You know, that's 40 pairs of shoes for less fortunate kids. And may not, it may be a small number in, in, in terms of the grand scheme of things across the world with kids who need shoes. But 40 kids, 40 kids getting a brand new pair of shoes, for me, that's a big deal. So um, whoever participated in that last year, I would like to thank you. And, um, it, it, you know, it's a great feeling being able to help others out. So definitely go over there and pick up a T-shirt. Uh, at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Sports. I will put the link here in the description. And then also, during the week, you can catch me over on BlitzSportsNetwork.com. Um, basically doing coverage of sports in professional wrestling. So over there, we cover every NFL game. We cover every major boxing and UFC event. Um, we also cover the NBA. Uh, like I said, every NFL game. We cover the NBA and we also cover professional wrestling if you're into the pro wrestling scene, whether it be WWE or TNA. Um, we, we, we will get into it over there. Um, now, uh, the past week and a half has been kind of a crazy one for me. Um, a couple, about a week, week and a half ago, I woke up with a swollen jaw. Um, didn't really understand what was going on. So, you know, I was taking some aspirin or whatever, ibuprofen, and kind of, you know, see if that would help the swelling go down. So, I wake, swelling went down over the course of the day or whatever. So, I wake up the next morning, and my jaw was re-swollen, and I had a, on the inside of my mouth, my gum was swollen as well. So, I ended up um, going to the dentist or whatever, and I thought it was just a tooth. In, well, I ended up going to 
all the dentists were closed or whatever because of Veterans Day. So I ended up going to the um, uh, ended up going to uh the hospital just to the ER real quick just so they can you know tell me what was wrong and if it was something they could do. Ended up telling me I had a tooth infection. Whoop de whoop, gave me some medicine. Um, that did help the swelling go down, but I still had to go to the dentist to get it checked out. And uh, got to the dentist and come to find out I needed a root canal. So ended up getting a root canal. Um, so my didn't hurt, you know, you hear these horror stories about people getting root canals, and they tell you that it's the worst pain ever, but, um, the dentist I went to felt zero pain, zero pain, so I am one of the few lucky ones who have, you know, felt zero pain when they had to get a root canal, so I'm thankful for that, and, um, that ended up, uh, you know, putting me back down for a minute here, my, uh, the left side of my face was completely numb, I couldn't feel it, simply because of they, you know, they numbed me up before they did the root canal, but, um, that, that has been, you know, the story of my past week, week and a half, so that's why you guys haven't gotten a podcast, but I am all back now, um, I gotta go back into the dentist on Tuesday just to have them seal the root canal, cause they put something, you know, it was a cracked tooth or whatever, so they sealed that up, and, um, he gave me a temporary or whatever, and they, they got to go back and permanently seal it, so, um, I'll be fine, though, that, that process should be a lot less, uh, a lot less stressful than the current one, but I got a lot of d- other dental work to do, man, all this candy and, 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 and sweets and, and pop and sugar and soda and juice over the years is kind of, uh, starts to take its toll on me, so, Got to get that shit taken care of, which I will. Thank God for dental insurance. I'll say that much. Um, but yeah, man, I am I am officially back. Um, first thing I want to hit on um, last night, man, Ronda Rousey. She took her first loss in the UFC. If you guys haven't heard yet, well, I'm pretty sure you have. It's been everywhere. Uh, she took her first loss to Holly Holm, um, who was a former boxing and kickboxing champion. So Holly Holm is now your UFC. Women's bantamweight champion, um, and around the rousey, her first loss with the head kick. Um, very impressive performance from Holly Holm, and, uh, she went out there and she completely dominated Ronda Rousey the entire fight, and, uh, she, she earned that, cha- she, she earned that belt, so, uh, shout out to Holly Holm here, and I'm just as shocked as everybody else. Ronda Rousey's one of my favorite athletes in the world, so, um, still recovering from that. I'm, I'm a bit hurt, uh, I ain't going lie, I'm a bit hurt, cause Ronda Rousey lost, cause, um, I ride with Ronda Rousey all day, still gonna ride with her, so, um, whenever that rematch happens, you guys will be hearing, um, something about it from me here, and on Blitz Sports Network, um, and then also, man, something major happened, uh, in the music world, in my opinion, I think a lot of people have kind of glossed over it, but, Missy Elliott dropped a brand new music video, holy shit, um, you know, to me, Missy Elliott's been one of the most underappreciated um, <clears throat> hip hop artists of the last, you know, uh, of the last 20 plus years here. And, um, not just because musically, but visually, which she does, which she chooses to do with her music videos. I felt like the hip hop industry needs that and it misses it, you know. Um, Timberland, I mean, Pharrell ended up producing this track. It's called WTF, where they from. Um, so Timberland didn't produce this one, but Pharrell did a great job of trying to kind of encapsulate some of that Timberland sound, and it's not one of those newer Pharrell type beats where it's kind of a lot up tempo, a lot more pop. It's a it's a traditional hip hop beat, more along the lines of what Timberland would have made. And um, I, I I love the song. I think the song is hot. I think Missy Elliott um 
<clears throat> in terms of having that old school flow and style and still being able to keep it original in how she presents it in her delivery and, and how she chooses to put, you know, rhyme patterns together, I think is very unique and, um, very, been one of the most underrated artists just in, in terms of hip hop. Nobody ever talks about Missy Elliott, even when they bring up hip hop female rappers. You know, you hear the Nicki Minaj's, you hear the Queen Latifah's or the MC Lights or, um, you hear Trina's name get brought up. But people never bring up Missy Elliott. And to me, that's just a huge disservice to not only her, but to, to the hip hop community as a whole. And then when you bring into the effect, you know, into the fact that her music videos have always been ahead of their time, um, you know, uh, in, in terms of hip hop rap, you know, in terms of hip hop acts, between her and Busta Rhymes, they, um, they really changed the game in terms of visuals when it comes to hip hop videos. You know, if you, even if you go back to, um, some of Missy's earlier, earlier work, um, I mean, even as recently as Get Your Freak On, that video in terms of just visually was 10, 10 years ahead of its time. You still don't see rappers doing that now. Um, and then you talk about Buster Rhymes with the woo-hahs of the world and I, just those two right there, the, the, the visuals that they, that they give you with a music video on top of the colors. Like, if you've ever seen, um, Man with the Iron Fist, the movie itself, not a great movie, but visually, like, the colors, the way it's presented is just amazing, you know, um, that's something that these Marvel movies has done, um, really well, especially with, like, Guardians of the Galaxy, where visually it is just stunning because of the way they choose to use the colors in the, in the placement and just how everything aligns, and that's what Missy Elliott's music video um, music videos have always done for me, and her newer video, she went right back to that, she's dancing in it, just like you would expect from a Missy Elliott music video, there's great colors, um, she took risks in terms of fashion in the music video, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, and then you even got, you know, you look at, you got even little marionettes dancing, a marionette of Pharrell and Missy Elliott dancing, um, and then there's even one part where Pharrell's dancing with another female marionette or whatever, and Pharrell's marionette has his, like, one leg in the air and shit, and he's, like, humping her, like, the shit was hilarious, but it was great, it just added to the, to the, to the music video, like, Missy Elliott's music videos are fun, um, but they're not cheesy, you know, I wish you can get that more, like, all the music videos now, everybody's sitting in a mansion or by a pool or driving a car, um, and it, it gets really old, you know, it gets really old, it's like nobody's really having fun outside of the people who are actually in the music video, and music's always supposed, it's supposed to be something that, you know, causes you to have fun, and that's what Missy Elliott's videos do, so I am extremely, extremely happy to have Missy Elliott out here again, um, I can't wait till the album drops and I can hear the songs that Timberland produced as well, because her and Timberland are magic together. Mm-mm-mm. Sorry, I had to drink. That's the part that sucks the most about this tooth, this root canal thing. I can't drink proper or juice anymore. I gotta drink water. Don't get me wrong. I mean, water's fine, but I mean, come on. I mean, when I need, when I need, when I need my sugar fix, I mean, where the fuck am I gonna go now? Right? But, um, I kinda wanted to, um, also say, um, my thoughts and my prayers go out to everybody affected in the multiple tragedies, 
um, that went across that that went down across the world um, this past week, more specifically on November Friday the 13th, um, whether it be people affected by the tsunami out in Japan the 43 killed in the suicide bombings out in Beirut or Lebanon um and then also the 100 plus people who were killed in Paris um by terrorist uh, acts of terrorism so um all of them are just as important as the other uh human life is something that you know you shouldn't take lightly and I just want to send my thoughts and my prayers out to all of those out there who were either you know um impacted directly by it or know somebody who was impacted directly by it because uh, you never like to hear stories like that you know um it is it, it's, it's it's tragic and it's sad and it, it it really um really puts things into perspective you know um a lot of us are lucky to be able to live the life that we live and even if it's not the most glamorous or you know we're not the wealthiest people um we're still fortunate to kind of have the people that we have in our lives and, 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 and have some of the things that we have, whether it be materialistic or not. Um, which, you know, <clears throat> kind of brings me up to a, uh, the point of the show here. And that would be the, in, the, the enabling of social media. And what I mean by that is that social media has started, it, it's pretty much been this way, but, um social media is in my opinion one of the only places in the world that enables stupidity and it is by far one of the most irritating things that happens on a daily basis daily basis you know um and I'll I'll start off with the first example here because this one really irritated me um a few about a month ago now um the whole Lamar Odom situation where he um you know passed out at the at the bunny ranch out in Vegas and he was almost on his deathbed basically and all you seen were news outlets and and all these people on social media talking about Khloe Kardashian's ex-husband you know just completely disrespecting Lamar Odom's playing career as a you know as a basketball player you know he's a six man of the year uh award winner he was a you know part of two nba championship teams with the lakers um he was one of the most sought after high school basketball recruits uh when he came out um and he, he he's been a guy that has always taken care of those around him you know not as much as taking care of himself but he's always taking care of those around him and for the media to continuously dis- disrespect him by only talking about with the Kardashians and and using you know stuff like that for footage of the show and all of the bullshit that comes along with the Kardashians is so fucking disrespectful and these people just don't get it you know it, it, you you have a man who was laying on his deathbed and all they want to talk about is you know what outfit did the Kardashians wear to the hospital or you know, her, you know, Kardashian and James Harden breaking up, or, uh, you know, the Kardashians, are they going to use the footage for their show, and, and, and that shouldn't have been the focus of the situation, you know, yes, Lamar Odom, 
put himself in that situation, but at the same time, you have to have sympathy for a man who was practically on his deathbed, especially after everything that that man has gone through in his life, and for him to continuously be disrespected by social media and by the mainstream media is fucking frustrating. It's fucking frustrating. There, there's just no respect for fucking life anymore. Just no respect, you know. And and, and that shit bothers me. It, it should bother you if you if if you care, you know. Um, I don't know. Even with the recent dealings of you know the recent acts of terrorism across the world um, that just occurred within the past week, all of a sudden everybody wants to be on their moral high horse. And and this is what I hate about tragedies is that everybody always wants to point the finger at something you know um whether it be at, at a religion and then in that case when it, it starts getting point you know point the finger gets pointed at a religion you have one person you, you have one religious group um whether it be the extreme um the 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 extreme muslims or the extreme Christ, christians um they are it's usually those two religious groups but they always get placed into a box um, and they kind of get painted with a broad brush where one bad apple or, you know, one, a small group of people who, who act, you know, in, in an extreme fashion ends up getting the entire religion, um, you know, placed under the microscope as a whole, even though they're, you know, as a whole, they all aren't bad people, right? Or... It's the same with uh with race issues, you know, when something happens, it's either, you know, all, all Caucasian or all black people end up taking um, a fall for it instead of just, you know, people realizing that, no, it's just a one or two incidents or, you know, or a, a small group out of the out of the entire group. And I, I hate I hate that overgeneralization that comes along with that, man. Um I absolutely hate it because it's not fair to a lot of people, you know, it's not fair to to, uh, to the people of the ethnicities that are getting blamed, to the people of those religions, or to the people of those races, it's not fair, you know, it, it you, 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 you have a killing um, occur, and I mean, I'll use me for an example, if, if a black man killed another, uh, you know, killed another white person, and, you know, uh, all of a sudden, black people were just under the microscope. Is is it fair to me that I get put into that same box? I'm not out there killing anybody. And it happened. It happened vice versa with you know with uh, a lot of the police shootings. Um, when it came to um the incidents of white cops killing black uh you know uh, uh black black people, whether they were innocent or not innocent, all of a sudden every white cop got bunched into the every white cop or every cop in general got bunched into this and it got put into this box together you know um I know a few people who are cops and in my personal life, and they're not bad people at all, so you know it it's not fair to them, and as a society, I think people. I think a lot of this starts with social media. Um, I think it starts with the main, with the narrative that the mainstream media pushes. And I, I just wish people would smarten up and stop being cheap. You know, the problem that I have with a lot of these issues is that people never really care until the mainstream media or social media tells them that they should care about it. Just to be honest, you know, I put out the tweet. I was going on a this long Twitter rant the other day about how I got. I'm sick of the fake 
social justice warriors. Um, it's a phrase Bruce likes to use. Um, and, and and what we mean by that are the people who they don't really care about these issues or topics. You know, they only care when you know when it becomes a when it becomes a major issue or when the media tells them they should care about it. You know, and I, I was telling people like, look, have these people? You know, most of these people out here on social media you know, talking about this, and talking about this France thing right now, this Paris thing right now, they don't truly care, they only care because it broke mainstream news, you know, there were, there were other incidents out there that happened that same day, but because it wasn't the mainstream's focus, that these people weren't talking about it, or they didn't know about it, or they didn't care about it, they only cared about what the mainstream media told them to care about, and, um, I just hate people, I, I hate people like that who are, cherry pickers when it comes to social issues like if you're going to believe in something and if you're going to stand up for something believe in it all the time you know you live you live that belief you you can't just say well today i want to believe i'm a christian because that's what the hot topic is but then tomorrow i'm going to believe i'm jewish that's not how it works you know you believe what you believe if you believe in something you stand for it, and you fight for it, and you live it every single day. You live it every single day. Right? Now, obviously, um, there's going to be moments where you question it, or, or, or you, you know, you, you have your own personal battles with it, but it's, you, you don't just cherry pick it, though, based on circumstances. I can't just say, hey, I'm black today, and tomorrow I'm white. That's not how it goes. And so many times, it's, it's like celebrities, like, you'll see, uh, I mentioned this before with the Trayvon, Trayvon Martin incident, rest in peace to Trayvon Martin, but these celebrities didn't really care. They only cared because it broke mainstream media. You know how many people get killed every day, and I'm not trying to minimize Trayvon Martin's death in itself. I'm trying to minimize the, 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 the way that these celebrities acted. There's kids killed every day. There's kids killed in the neighborhoods that these celebrities came from that they don't care about. The only reason they cared about the Trayvon Martin one is because they wanted to look like they were, they wanted to show the world that they were doing the right thing. Philanthropy has become the new marketing strategy for companies and celebrities. Um, Stephanie McMahon herself said it. Um, Stephanie McMahon from the WWE said it herself. You know, philanthropy is the new marketing campaign. That's how these people get themselves um, into good standing with the, with the population and with the with the audience and fan bases. You, you make yourself look like you care, basically. And I absolutely, absolutely hate that. I, I just wish people, I just wish people were themselves, man. You know, and and stop trying to sugarcoat everything and stop trying to gloss over shit and try to make it out to be something that it's not. You know, if it, 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 I hate to say the phrase "it is what it is" because that's that's almost one of those phrases you use when you don't care about something. But when I say it is what it is, I mean that in the sense of stop trying to sugarcoat it, stop trying to pull the wool over someone's eyes about it, stop trying to make it seem like what it isn't. You know, it's exactly what it sounds. It's exactly what it is. You can't change that. You know, um, and it's kind of like um. Amber Rose, let's 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 dive into this one. I've been kind of waiting to get sink my teeth into this one for a minute here. So, 
Mm. A couple weeks ago, or like a month ago now, Amber Rose basically in LA had this walk for the holes type of deal where she was out there and she was trying to, it was like this rally for holes basically. And I'm not saying that, I'm not saying rally for the holes just to be uh, an asshole. No, that's what it was literally marketed as. A rally for the holes. And this whole, the angle that Amber Rose is taking here is that it is your pussy, it is your body, you sh- you should do with it what you want to be able to do with it without being judged. And if you want to go out there and exploit men to gain something, most you know, more than likely money, it is okay. So, okay, I don't have an issue with women doing what they want to do with their body. That is not my issue. My issue is she's not calling it what it is. She's trying to make it seem like it's. Okay, so apparently she she did this interview with Time Magazine or something like that, and she said something about to the effect of, um, if she she basically told women to do what they have to do to get what they want out of men, insinuating money or materialistic things, um, which I look I'm fine with women getting what what they want out of a man, but don't go don't lie about it. And 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 here's the angle that I come from. Um, and you've heard me talk about this thing about this all the time and that's just the honesty part of it you know they're trying to sugarcoat it you know it's just like a man you know having sex with a girl and then giving her money or things um he's a trick right he's a trick let's just call it what it is he's a, he's a trick you know he, he's paying for sex basically whether it be in the form of money or actual physical material things he's paying for sex it's not, you know, it's not, it's not a relationship or a sexual relationship built on personality or chemistry or, you know, or just emotional or physical needs. It's built on the transfer of money or materials, right? So that would make him a trick. And on the other end, a woman, a woman who, like Amber Rose is trying to put it, who is out there basically fucking dudes for these things, materialistic or financial, you know, she's making it seem like there's it's okay, but that's hoeing. You know, prostitutes sleep for money and materials. And the same with porn stars. And once again, I have no problem with them actually doing that. That is fine. But don't try to put a different label on it and act like it's not that. That's where my issue comes in. And here's the big problem with that. Why can't it just be, um, why can't it, why can't you guys just be honest about it? Like, okay, the girl, I need my rent paid. The dude, well, I'm, I want this, this, and that sexually for, you know, for this, this, and that. It's like, you it's like you're at the bargaining table, right? And you come to the agreement. And then once you guys are done, you go your separate ways and you both end up getting what the fuck you want it, right? Why can't it be that way? Why can't it be that way? But what ends up happening is you end up with the dude who, who ends up having to lie about it and, and just be deceivious about the shit just to get the pussy. And then the woman, she's doing the same thing on the other end, but instead of doing it for the sex, she's doing it for the material things. 
And then when both of you find out about this shit, you get mad at each other and then you hate each other. Makes zero sense. Makes zero, makes zero sense. You know, and, and I don't know if it's any secret, but I, I am a huge, I am a huge supporter of the porn industry. A lot of people hate the porn industry because they look at the women as hoes or this or that. I don't look at them as hoes. They're business, whether it's a guy or a woman, they're business people to me. You may not look at it that way, but I do. You know, I would much rather have, um, okay, you can, you can look at a woman and say, ah, she's getting paid to have sex, she's a hoe. Just instantly. If that's how you feel about it, then that's how you feel about it. <clears throat> but, would you rather her do that professionally in a profession where she knows what she's getting into, the, the other guy or the other performers know what they're getting into, and there's a clear-cut defined line of what they do for the money, and there's a clear-cut defined line of the business that they are in? Or would you rather have somebody like Amber Rose who was out here trying, who was encouraging women to trick people, or would you rather have the dudes who are on the other ends of these situations out here deceiving these women just to get sex out of them? And there's no clear defined lines of what that relationship is, or what the end game is. A porn star can show up to the set, know how much she's going to get paid, know exactly what she's going to do, the same with the male porn star on the other end, and then at the end of the day, they both get paid, they perform the job, and they leave. Boom. Game, set, match. But when you're hoeing and when you're tricking, there's no clear defined lines. And at the end of the day, you're both just deceiving each other. So how is that right? You know, you can't you can't sit here and, and Amber Rose can't sit here and tell people that deceiving men is... Two wrongs don't make a right. So you going out here deceiving the men that are trying to deceive you, it makes it okay? No, and it's, it, it works vice versa. Men shouldn't be doing that in return with women, you know? That's the big problem here, is that you can't necessarily be honest and open in this world. Because you either get put with the label, or you get shot down right away. You know, I would much rather encounter a woman who says, hey, um... You know, I, you know, is that, if the conversation ever came up, for example, if she, if we ever, if the conversation, conversation ever got to that point where she, you know, we were talking about, okay, well, I want this sexually, and then she says she wanted this financially. Right. I would be much more okay with that than her trying to deceive me into giving her my money. Right? I'm just saying, um, that open and honest, atmosphere is so is so gone and social media what you have is people pushing this element and i think what i've really started to doing i mean what i've really started doing here as of late was i've just started following um i, I i've really started to follow just a lot of different women on twitter um and and, and i've been very picky and choosy about who which ones i follow you know i kind of I pick the ones that entertain me on Twitter with their tweets, and I pick the ones that are just open about this shit and honest about this shit. Like, if they're a hoe, and then they say they're a hoe, I'm fine. I would much rather you be honest to my face about that shit or be honest about who you are to me than try to deceive me, because at least I know what I'm getting myself into at the end of the day when it comes to Twitter. I'm not trying to meet these women or anything. Um, it's just in terms of what I'm going to see when I get on my Twitter page. Um... You know, I don't, I, when, when has it ever been okay to, 
to 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 promote and market the deception of another human being. Like I don't get that. I don't get that. And all these and I see all these people on social media like going crazy for Amber Rose and supporting her and and saying this and that. Like I said, you want to be a hoe? That's fine. Just be honest about the shit. Just be honest about the shit. Don't go and deceive people to get material things. If that's what you want from Jump Street, let it be known. Trust me, you will find a guy who is willing to go that route with you. It's not impossible. And the same with fellas. If people were more... If fellas... I mean, honestly, fellas can't really be honest about wanting to just sex from women because then they get shot down. But if we could be, that would cut away all the bullshit and waste the time for both you and him. Or him and her. You know, that would cut down on you wasting each other's time. And in this world, time is valuable. Because with the way things are looking, everybody ain't gonna live forever. Not anymore. So, time is valuable, man. And you don't got time to be fucking out here deceiving people and, and wasting people's times. I fucking hate the way that shit is marketed, man. You know, um, I hate it. I hate it. To me, it's, I mean, you can look at the porn business as a fucking low-down, dirty game, but to me, what Amber Rose is doing is a step lower, or three steps lower, because it's the art of deception. Like I said, at least in the porn industry, you can call them nasty, you can call them slutty, freaks, whatever you want to call them, but both performers know what they're getting into. They know what they're getting into. It's, it's no secret, you know, they're fucking for money. Boom. You know, clear-cut, defiant line. But with the Amber Rose thing, man, she she is out there just pushing something that is only going to get a lot of people fucking hurt, in all honesty, because in this world we live in, domestic violence is rampant, um, as you can see throughout the, you know, the media with shit like Greg Hardy and, and Ray Rice and all these other celebrities and shit like that, um, and I do not condone hitting women, I will say that again, I do not condone hitting women, I'm just saying... Let's, we can't walk around and act like there aren't guys out there who do hit women. You can't walk around and act like that shit don't exist. And eventually you end up running across the wrong person. You know, and it's just like guys, for these guys who go out here and they deceive women all the time. Eventually they run across one who is smarter and more hip to the game than he is. And he ends up losing something in the process, usually financially. So, all of that deception and deceiving bullshit, man, it's just pointless to me. It it completely ruins it for the people who are open and honest about it. It gives everybody a bad name. And, um, you know, it the level of respect I have for, for them is definitely not what I would have for somebody who's open and honest about what they are, who they are, or what they want. Point blank, period. You know, I it just doesn't make sense. Just logically speaking, makes zero sense. Um, you know, or even like with fucking music, and they let social media sway their opinions on, on shit. You know, um, you you see it all the time where people will start listening to somebody because everybody else is listening to them. You know, um, I'll say this now. I fucking hated Future. I hated Future. Hated him. Hated him. Hated him. Young Thug. All of that shit. Um, I've grown to like Future, but that's not because of social media. You know, I, 
I actually took the time to download his mixtapes and 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 listen to his mixtapes, and I found I found a lot of songs that I like. You know, um, didn't expect to, wouldn't put him in my top fifty favorite artists of all time list or anything like that. But I've come, I've come to appreciate what Future brings to the table as an artist. Not saying that he's a great one, but I I, I like what he brings to the table personally. So, um. That's fine. But social media nowadays is telling people what songs are hot and what songs aren't hot and everybody just buys it. Regardless if they like it or not. They let it's it's like if you listen to something enough times you end up liking it. A lot of people don't realize this, but if you listen to something enough times, eventually you will find yourself either tapping your foot to it, nodding to it, learning the lyrics and being able to repeat the lyrics, know the beat, all of that you listen to it enough times but what ends up happening is on social media these songs are passed back and forth so many times that these people just constantly hear it and they end up being influenced to actually like the song without and and and, and then they end up fitting in the and then they end up being one of those people who uh constantly talk about it with everybody else and and, and then all of a sudden they actually like this song because they're influenced to like this song by social media not because they actually like it you see it all the time it's just a crazy dichotomy to me of what you get on social media. Um, and I mean, we need social media. It's a great, it's a great tool for marketing. It's a great tool for meeting like-minded people across the world, you know, and you, you can walk away with some great conversations, some great rational debates, you know, it's not, it doesn't always have to be hatred, uh, displayed when you're debating somebody on social media. You end up with some great debates, and even if you end up disagreeing, I mean, you still can come to an understanding of, you know, you you two guys are just cool with each other, but, um, this social media thing, man, it's fucking up the entire game, um, it's fucking up the way people think, it's fucking up the way people, it's fucking up people's beliefs at this point. Social media has become one of the biggest teachers of the younger generation in the world. No longer is it you know, uh, the household, the parents, or what you learn at school, or your environment, um, social media is now one of the biggest influences in everybody's life, and it's one of the biggest teachers, a lot of the breaking news you hear is broken first on social media, a lot of the um, hot topics that you want discussed, or want to hear people talk about, happens on social media, you know, new releases for music, or movie trailers, or videos, or whatever, social media is no longer one of those things that where you have to learn in your own personal life how to be a person everybody uses social media now because social media will tell them how to do it and how to be and how to act and what's acceptable and what's not acceptable regardless if they believe in it or not they follow it sheep we live in a world full of sheep and there's no way of disguising that. There's no way of denying that. Um, there's just no way of denying it. You know, um, it, it's it's frustrating, man. It's very frustrating. I'm I'm not even gonna lie to you. It's very frustrating. I I get. I get a little worked up about it at times. I'm not, I I can't deny that. Um, I mean, I just want to see people do better, just in general. And um, the social media has become a huge crutch 
upon this society and upon this world and it stripped away originality it stripped away uh as crazy as it is as many personalities as you have on twitter a lot of twitter personalities are the same personally um, it's given a place for disrespectful people to thrive. It's given a place for uh, trolls and idiots and ignorance to 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 succeed. That's what social media has become. And uh, you know, one day, hopefully, it turns around and, and hopefully it, it gets better. But I don't foresee that happening anytime in the near future. And it just is what it is at this point. So, um. Guys, I'm going to head out of here. I'm glad to be back again with the AOG podcast. Um, we'll be back with another episode next week. And I am really looking forward to being able to drop that episode. Uh, I'm going to sit throughout the week and brainstorm some pretty good topics to you know bring to you guys on the very next episode. And um, who knows, maybe I'll, I'll see what I can do in terms of getting somebody else on here. I know it's been a few episodes since I've had a co-host. And we'll see what we can do with that. Um, I, 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 I will see what, what happens. So, guys, once again, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Virtuoso Sports. Head over there, pick up your shirt. My proceeds from this month's t-shirt sales will be donated to the Shoes That Fit, um, charity, which is a charity that donates shoes to the less, to kids, um, to less fortunate kids. Um, really great cause. You can do your research on them if you uh, want to know how good of a charity they are. Um, just online, there are lots of websites that look into that type of stuff. Um, and also during the week, you can find me on BlitzSportsNetwork.com. Head over there, grab a subscription, guys. We cover every NFL game. So if you're an NFL fan, um, get some real detailed analysis. Even if your team's a smaller market team, I know. Um, with a lot of the major news outlets, they don't really give in-depth or their best analysis for the smaller market teams. Um, or the, you know, if your teams like, say, the Jacksonville Jaguars or um, the Minnesota Vikings or one of these smaller teams and your team doesn't get the coverage it deserves, we cover every NFL team every single week, every single game. NBA, we cover that like a blanket. Um, we also cover pro wrestling, MMA uh in pro boxing so definitely check out that website guys grab a subscription and then on instant i mean on uh, social media i'm on twitter at ambitions og and i'm on instagram at ambitions of greatness once again thank you to makai beat uh beats for sending over that dope ass fucking intro to this uh to the podcast gladly we'll be using that and then I don't know, i'll figure out what to do with that uh with that other instrumental We'll use it in some way, shape, form, or fashion here on the podcast. But thank you guys for tuning in, man. Don't forget to rate, review, or comment, or like, or share the podcast, whichever avenue you're listening to it on, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, um, TuneIn Radio. Um, don't forget to share this, man, across social media. I would greatly appreciate you guys spreading the word, um, especially with the t-shirt thing, since it is for a good cause. So thank you for tuning in. Gonna end it like we always do. Stay true. Stay true to yourself. Stay true to your beliefs. Stay true to the people around you. And stay true to your ambitions of greatness. Thank you guys for listening this week. We are out of here.